Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company. For a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, you can pick an experienced, licensed therapist you relate to and feel comfortable with. Each and every therapist has at least a master's degree and has completed over 3,000 hours of supervised work. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com forward slash boom. And to show your support for this podcast, use code boom to get $30 off your first month. That's boom. Talkspace.com slash boom. B-O-O-M. You are Locked On Vikings, your daily Minnesota Vikings podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Thursday, Locked On Vikings, June 8th, the date. Sam Ekstrom with you today solo, at Sam Ekstrom on Twitter. Quick show today. Just want to spotlight a piece that I wrote yesterday at zonecoverage.com outlining the final 53-man roster based on the position previews we've been going over the past few weeks. When I started the series, the Vikings hadn't really practiced yet in this offseason. And now that they have, things have changed a little bit. There have also been some other personnel moves that have changed things. For instance, C.J. Ham being deemed a fullback. Michael Floyd being signed, seeing certain players in certain spots. And I've also been affirmed in some opinions, seeing some injuries come about, seeing the rotations they're using early in OTAs. You can find the final 53-man projection at zonecoverage.com with the clarifier that it's extremely early. Things could change when training camp comes around. But if the season started today, this is how I think it would go. Three quarterbacks, Bradford, Heineke, Keenum. Bridgewater, still more than likely on the pup. Running backs, McKinnon, Cook, and Murray. No surprise there. Then one of the big question marks is, do they use a fullback? Do they use C.J. Ham? I'm going to say yes for now. The Vikings used Zach Line only about 20% of the time last year. And the fullback usage on this team seems to have declined every year, and especially with Shermer replacing Turner, there may be less and less need for a fullback. But the team has always felt the need, I think, to keep one around for those niche situations, those short yardage instances where you want a lead blocker. Last year with Pat Shermer, Zach Lyons saw his role reduced from about 17 snaps a game to 12 snaps a game from Turner to Shermer. And the fact that they didn't hold on to line in free agency maybe tells you they don't intend on getting a fullback. But then you've got the development of trying to turn C.J. Ham into a fullback, which tells you that there's a vision for him. There's intentionality there. So maybe Ham fills that role. I've got him on the roster. Six wide receivers. Stefan Diggs, Adam Thielen, Laquan Treadwell, Jarius Wright, Michael Floyd, and Rodney Adams. With the signing of Floyd, somebody loses a spot, most likely. I initially had it being Isaac Frichty. That could have also been Stacey Coley. Maybe sleeper Caleb Jones. But Floyd gets in the mix with six. Tight ends, Kyle Rudolph, David Morgan II, and Bucky Hodges. I hate to say it, but Bucky hasn't exactly excited me the past two weeks I've seen him. He doesn't look quite as fast. The hands haven't been quite as sturdy. So we'll see how that develops. Then it gets interesting with some big numbers on the offensive line and the defensive line. I have them going heavy in the trenches. Nine 
in each position group, which you might say is on the high side. Offensive line, Riley Reef, Alex Boone, Pat Elfline, Joe Berger, Mike Remmers, TJ Clemmings, Rashad Hill, Nick Easton, and Danny Isadora. I initially didn't have Easton in the mix. I've added Easton because he's been getting all the first team reps, and you usually want to have and you usually want to have depth at center. Notable omittances there. Willie Beavers, Jeremiah Searles, and Zach Karen. And I think all could be fighting for consideration. I also don't know what to think about Danny Isidora, the fifth-round pick from Miami. He's been stuck on the third team so far, so he's had a really quiet camp. There's a lot of older, more experienced players in front of him. I think the team would want to keep him around, but he's been very nondescript so far. Defensive line, I think, is a little easier to handicap. Everson Griffin, Dayton Jones, Linvald Joseph, Daniil Hunter, Brian Robison, Shamar Steffen, Stephen Weatherly, Tom and Jaleel Johnson. The only hitch would be if the team only kept eight, then they'd have to cut somebody on that list, and I don't really know who it would be. Maybe Shamar Steffen. I have them going light on linebacker. Barr, Kendricks, Robinson, Gideon, Lee, Brothers, Emmanuel Lemur, a cut. That's an area where they could go seven, could go eight at linebacker, but that would seem a little bit heavy for this roster. Six or seven probably this year. I have them going six. I also have them going six at cornerback. Rhodes, Waynes, Newman, Alexander, Sherrills, and then the sixth one is the question mark. I have Trey Roberson. Jabari Price and Horace Richardson, also sleepers in the mix. But Roberson has looked good, to my eye, in OTA so far. At safety, I did a 180. I gotta admit it. I labored and I thought and I stewed over the safety decision. I initially had Jack Tocho. Uh, now I've switched to J-Ron Curse. There's probably a better chance that you can sneak Tocho onto your practice squad. And with Curse, he's got that special teams prowess. He's not having to switch positions. It was tough to decide, but Curse, Harris, Sandejo, and Smith, my four safeties in the revised version. And then specialists to round off the 53, Forbath, Simank, McDermott. And hold pretty loosely to that Forbath projection because the competition is heating up, and Rick Spielman at the Vikings Charity Golf Tournament addressed this yesterday as well, and he had lots of praise for Marshall Kane, the challenger to Forbath, he also said that the two kickers had 248 field goals that they've charted throughout the spring in their field goal kicking competition. That's up against the, the 10 or so that we've seen as media. In those 10, Kane has been the better kicker. But in the other 238, we don't know. Spielman says it's close. I'm going to take his word for it. And I honestly think the real deciding factor will be how they perform in real games this preseason. So 25 offensive players, 25 defensive players, three specialists rounding out the Vikings 53. Can't wait to see how wrong I am in three months. We'll make sure to hearken back to this and see all the errors. And I'm sure you'll remind me on Twitter, at Sam Ekstrom, if I forget. It's Locked On Vikings on the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for listening. Sage Rosenfeld's back tomorrow.
Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash catalyst.